Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. We are Ludini. Ludini. And it's all about the Ludininess here. The whole world is moving towards deeper, uh, passionate, more compassion and love in the whole Ludininess that will envelop the world at some point and bring everybody and make everybody one in love in Ludininess. And anyways, it's Ludini Rock, Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, sitting next to me in the co-pilot's chair is Mr. Keith Hawkins. What's going on, buddy? What is happening? What is happening? I'm totally excited is not even the word to use for this podcast, people. We're going to be talking about the greatest drum intros of all time. Like I said, once again, we could be here till tomorrow morning. But or, or gonna, yeah, maybe we'll, we just, we'll just condense it down. So, so, today, so, today we're, so today's topic is Keith uh, kind of let you in on is the greatest drum intros of all time. Now, I, you know, probably going to be calling this the top 10 greatest, but I don't think that a guy like Keith, I've known him for, for as long as I've known him now, a little bit I've known him, that he can limit himself to 10. No. No, of course not. So that, that's not going to happen, but we're going to have a good time. we got so many people that chimed in on Facebook. It's going to be really awesome. But uh, before we get started, uh, first of all, you are listening to Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus, and you want to go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com for all your Ludini needs. I mean, there's tons of interviews there. Uh, if you would like to get your band on the podcast, you can check it out there. Um, uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com, a new music podcast every week. Uh, we're live on Facebook. For those of you that are listening uh, in post and you're not with us live, you can you can friend us on Facebook, and that way you can check us out live and you can hang out with us. Uh, we got some cool people already in the audience tonight. We've got Lou Ross. We've got uh, uh, Matt Cavella, so it's going to be a good night. 
So uh, just an example of what you can do is if you, if you hang out with us live. Um, if you are a musician, I, I know that a lot of musicians hang out with us and listen to our podcasts, uh, and you're looking to learn how to leverage the internet better to build your fan base, get your fan base more engaged, please go to lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now once again that is lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now i uh, i have uh, about uh, close to 12 years worth of uh, marketing education and experience and i could definitely help you guys with this and you don't just have to be a musician if you are a music teacher or you uh, are instrument manufacturer or you have a, a really cool awesome music store or you know any music related thing hit me up i can help you definitely uh, you know connect better with your customers increase your customer base and leverage the internet uh, to get more uh, out of it for sure so that's Lou lombardimusic.com backslash more fans now uh, before we get into we have a great podcast we have a lot of fun we got a lot to talk about but this podcast is all about the music it's always about the music so uh, first of all guys right now before it gets too late share Hey, Crash, what's up, buddy? Lou, guys, what's up? Please share, like and share, like the uh, podcast. Please share the podcast because it's about getting the word out about these great bands. Now, the first band we're going to play is a band that I interviewed yesterday. Um, Corinne Campbell's got a band called Prime, and I'm really excited to play them uh, 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 because um, this, the publicist, uh, Ariel uh, Hyatt from uh, Cyber PR, usually sends me more of these sort of like very like uh, – uh, indie pop kind of acts and she finally sent me somebody who's like heavy <laughs> so i'm really excited to uh play their music here but this is a band called prime uh female fronted hard rock band from nashville nashville of all places about that? i know how about that so but uh, this is a great song called what you wanted from their album lights prime on the ludini hard rock and metal circus
Oh my lord. Corinne Campbell, uh, Nashville uh, uh, resident and her band, uh, Prime. And that, by the way, that is Prime, P-R-Y-M, Prime. And you can go to primemusic.com. Also, if you go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, there is a, a, I'm not, it should be up by the time this posts. Uh, uh, Corinne and I had a great conversation. We did a great interview. She's a lot of fun. She has an incredible story. Really neat story, and you guys should definitely check it out. So, uh, um, Prime is the band, P-R-Y-M. Now, today, and I really want to get into this because we have so much to cover. <clears throat> we are talking about the greatest drum intros. Thank God. Of all time. Now, now, wait a minute. Now, what I want to, what I want to do here, uh, real quick, guys, is I want to. You know, some people go. Well, some people might be confused because not everybody in in our audience. I mean, we we have a lot of musicians. Okay, right. We have a lot of musicians that listen, but not everybody may understand what we mean by a drum intro. So I'm going to give you guys um, uh, a, a an example. Okay, and 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 so so that you understand what we're talking about by a what we mean by a drum. Uh, intro. Okay, so hopefully there isn't a commercial that Wise plays man. it. Oh, you of know course, there is. Of you course, can't ever have to stay. That's okay. So we're gonna play a drum intro in right now. Better Check report. it out. Check, this is this Change. is a dr- this is a drum intro, guys. Check it out. That, my friends, I'm, I'm very is excited a dr- already. Is a drum intro. Yes. Oh, we're getting some feedback. Hot, Hot mic. One of the greatest drum intros of all time, but also a borrowed drum intro, we'll say. Yeah, why don't we? Do you, where, how do you want? Okay, I don't want to get into that because he's going to make the list. He can, you can gonna, have a whole freaking show on Bonzo. Okay, but. okay. So, so let's go ahead and get into this because there's, you know, there's just so many and so much we could talk about. But I'm going to let because Keith is the drummer, the resident drummer uh, here at the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. I am going to, uh, you know, kind of just give him rain to kind of, uh, you know, kind of take things over here and lead us, lead us, so great one, to uh, the land of the great not, drum intro. Crazy, but and help us out here, buddy. That if you scour list of great drum intros of all time, uh, you will find <laughs> rock and roll pretty much. At the top of every one of them, John Bonham is the rock and roll king. You can, like I said, you can do an entire podcast on just his intros alone. Uh, but that one, we had, I had a discussion tonight with a friend of mine who's watching now, Lou. Um, Lou Ross, yes, the one who Lou. is in is a great drummer in and of himself. An awesome, and my drum Yoda, thank you very much for the years drum of Drum Yoda, he's I the, love he's it. the man. Um, but if you listen to that intro and you just do a little bit of like. Uh, I guess history research. I get like you know we'll nerd out sometimes and talk about like where okay you listen to this where did this come from and I'd say probably in the mid fifties when rock and roll was just you know just starting off there was a song by Little Richard called You Keep a Knocking and it has we had a little bit of a the Wikipedia says it's Charles Connor but I think it's Earl Palmer who might be the first rock and roll drummer ever but uh, Bonzo definitely. Uh, I don't want to say he he borrowed the uh, the intro. If you listen to those two side by side, they're almost identical. I mean, Bonzo puts a few different accents in there, but I think everybody knows that Led Zeppelin intro. But you know, if, if you're like a historian trying to find out, th- you know, what came from where, Bonzo listened to a ton of different styles of music and was very influenced by a ton of different drummers. But at the same time, it's definitely a great drum intro. But he uh, he kind of 
took that one, we'll say, and ran with it. But, you know, that was kind of Zeppelin's thing a little bit. That's a whole other issue, though. And but, it's really tough to rank rank these, right, from, these like, are, these are to no the greatest. Yeah, there's no particular order. You like what you like. I have ones on there for every crowd. I mean, I can sit there and tell you, this is my favorite metal drum intros. This is my pop ones. This is my jazz ones. I mean, there's, like, you know, just a ton of... There's a few on here that are, I think, a little bit more obscure that I have on the list. I mean, we'll probably never be able to cram all this in. But when it comes to drum intros, I think rock and roll is definitely up there. But it's just listen to you know listen to the Little Richard version of I mean you keep it knocking and you'll you'll hear that where he got there from. Um, do you want to continue or do you want to hit a few people on Facebook or how do you want to do, it, buddy? Let's see what everybody else is saying. Okay, well now I now I first want to give a shout out to all my uh, fans in my uh, inner circle group. If you are not in my inner circle, you don't know what you're missing because um, we're working on my new album in there. I post a lot of exclusive stuff, stuff that you don't get anywhere else uh, about me and uh, everything I've gone on. So you might want to check out it's uh, Lou Lombardi's inner circle. Uh, but um, I want to. It's some of my some of my good friends in here. Josh Turk, Josh, by the way, whose album just came out on Spotify. Josh is a great singer songwriter. Josh, shout out to you, buddy. Um, is, is born to run. That's, uh, that's uh, one I never thought of. Uh, yeah, I know. I kind of forgot. And uh, uh, Max Max Weinberg. Max Weinberg, yes. <clears throat> and uh, so uh, uh, John Hayes put in Scott Travis. That's uh, a Judas Priest painkiller. That made my list too on my metal section. We'll say. I mean, I didn't like. I said I kind of nerded out and like, categorized them for myself and it's obviously I have too much time on my hands but I have you know several pages of just notes of where it's like okay these are my metal ones these are my you know pop ones there's just so many different ones you can go Mark, Mark Anthony chimed in with a whole bunch um, but what I wanted, great. what I want to do is definitely because I want to mention some of these ones that maybe people kind of maybe don't forget think about as much how about Lust for Life by Iggy Pop that's yeah, that's the, that's like a very everyone, like you know? it was in a movie. I think what got that popular was in a movie Train Spotting. If you remember that flick, yeah, uh, yeah. it was in that. Um, see right here though, I'm a little stumped. Uh, if somebody could help me out, I don't know who the drummer on that track is. So. And and another one that like you know people kind of forget. And this is I this is Put, when this song when this intro starts, man. I'm like I get so excited, and it awesome. is Sunday Bloody Sunday yeah. by U2. I mean that is a very cool drum intro. It is awesome. He all, he has a few. I mean, he definitely. Uh, if you want to go, I think he gets a little. You know, doesn't get the, you know, the, the critical claim. I guess or when it, he has some really catchy, uh, some drum intros. You listen to a song like "Bullet the Blue Skies," another one that I've seen on a couple of lists, and it made my list of. Uh, you know. But real quick, I just real thank Josh Turk, John Hayes, Mark Anthony G. Carrie Jacks K, thank you guys for chiming in. Um, I we 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 love the participation, and it's all about you guys. Go ahead, Mr. Keith. So I mean, uh, there's just a there's a ton of other ones. You know, just if you're talking about you too, just uh, you know, Bullet the Blue Sky, Suddenly Bloody Sunday, definitely cool ones. And he's you know uh, a very underrated player. I mean, you see him live, and he's just he's rock solid, man. He's he's a really good player. Um, you're going for uh, really coming out swinging with this one. This is a the video was awesome for it. I think it was a, a right song for the right time. Uh, Van Halen, the Hoffer teacher, is amazing. I mean, the song starts with a freaking drum solo. So I mean, you know what else? Yeah, you it's more for? than we were talking about this before. Like this is more, this is beyond. <laughs> it's not just your typical. It's not a couple bars of you yeah, know. Just I mean, he's like full solo. on throwing down. You know, and it's <clears throat> it sounds cool. I mean, it definitely has the uh, studio magic going on. I mean, and it's it's just it's just a hip song, and it has. I mean, obviously the drum intro is iconic. The guitar part's iconic. It's just a, it's an epic rock song, and I think that you know Alex Van Halen, a Hartford teacher, is definitely uh, 
up there with the top. So just the most unique sounding and just cool, man. Just cool overall vibe of that of that track is just amazing. But great yeah. video too. We were talking oh, about yeah. it before. It's like it was a different era, and, I, and one of the things that <laughs> sold that was. Um, was the video, you know, the fact that that video, you know, and the whole, you know, the Waldo thing, you know, gee, ma, you know, I'm not like other guys. <laughs> this is Lou's I've been drinking voice. Or are you just actually imitating the, the Waldo yeah. thing? So. A little bit of both, my friend. There you go. Um, so. But go, go ahead, Keith. Hit a few more. I want to. I definitely want to talk to our, our our fans that hit us up. This was a very popular post. <laughs> it was. We had a, I think it was Friday night. There was a, just a... A few drummers just hanging out, and it was awesome just to get the uh, interplay between people. Everybody has different opinions on things, and it's just cool when you got. I mean, there's so many good drummers just in this town, man. I mean, it's just, and they're so knowledgeable. These guys. The I mean, ta- talk, our town is Pittsburgh. It's, it's, For those who are listening yeah, internationally, it's, uh, it's Pittsburgh, it's Pennsylvania. Basically, just just littered with awesome drummers, and it's they really know their stuff, and it's really cool just to have a nice little community like this to talk about, you know, topics. So, I mean, it's. The show is definitely uh, something we should do again. So every week's now going to be drum week. <laughs> every week is drum week. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm calling for that, and there's only two of us, so I get to have to vote. And right now it's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie, and we're going to we're going to see what else is going on. So another one I see on a lot of lists too is "You Could Be Mine" by Guns N' Roses with Matt Sorm. A very very powerful intro. Uh, just trying to get some of the awesome rock ones out there. Uh, I mean, you think about all the songs that start out with like a big guitar, like whole lot of love and all, you know, these, you know, <clears throat> songs of this, you know, that just have these, uh, highway to hell and like, you know, with it, you know, and that's really important, but there's just as much with those drums, just like bringing, getting, setting the stage for what is about to happen. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. One personally that I like that I don't really see on anybody's list, uh, I think this one really does it for me, and it's just I really like this band. We've talked about this band several times on the uh, on the podcast. It's just the overall sound of the drums on this track, and just uh, just a great player. There's a song by a Tool called "Ticks and Leeches." I believe it's in seven four. Not that that matters, but it's just this very just Can, hip uh, sound. Wait, here's what I'd like you to do. Explain seven, to seven quarter notes. Explain <laughs> what it means. No, explain because not everybody's a musician, and some of us that are musicians still may not understand what that means. Explain what seven four is because Keith is not only a great drummer and a great podcast host; he is uh, an, a drum teacher. And so, go, go ahead, tell us what seven. Explain it's it. Not, instead of your your typical one, two, three, four beats to the measure, you have like just seven quarter notes going on. So you have to really think about the beat as just. It's an odd beat, but it's once you get these, uh, once you study this stuff enough, you get to the point where you can make this sound normal. We'll say so. I mean, it's just this Tool is one of those bands that just definitely incorporates a lot of just cool odd time signatures in their playing, but also makes a groove. And I think that's really important. You take a band like you know Soundgarden, Tool. They just you know rush. They, I mean, you get bands that play in seven a lot, and they just make it sound normal because they do it so much it's just almost you know it's natural for them but i think ticks and leeches is one that i have that on my list that i didn't see on a lot of other people's list that if you don't know that song you should definitely go check it out and just uh give danny carey a listen to he has a lot of other ones too but i think ticks and leeches for me was the one that stood out as the drums just sound amazing on the track and it's it's one that is definitely one of my favorites in the metal genre we'll say 
You, you know, if you want me to, you want me to keep going. I want to give a kind of shout out to some of the other people that chimed in on on Facebook here. That on our uh, on my personal profile, Matt Matt Muckle, who's uh, in his own right is a really good drummer. Uh, actually, great drummer, Matt. I I uh, miss you, buddy. I haven't played with you in a while. But uh, he mentioned Shy Boy, uh, David Lee Roth. With that's Greg Bessonette. <clears throat> and uh, I want to mention my friend that I, that I just reconnected with, Sam Gabud. Uh, Sammy is a great drummer. Uh, he's unfortunately not gigging right now, but this is a song that when I was playing in a, uh, when I was playing with Sammy many years ago in the late '80s, he said, "Have you heard this band, Blue Murder?" And he cranked up for me uh, "Blue Murder," the song "Blue Murder," um, with Carmen Apice. Uh, on drums and th- th- that's a cool one as well so I want to kind of give a shout out to a couple of those guys of course the irrepressible and amazing Lou Ross uh, well, you know had a lot to say about this uh, subject is uh, is uh, as well uh, so we really we really do appreciate that uh, and Derek Edwards um, yeah uh, Derek is a great drummer um, percussionist as well uh, does a lot of church work. I've played some gigs with Derek. He's a really good dude and a great, uh, a great drummer. But uh, he mentioned uh, "No Parking on the Dance Floor" uh, by um, wow, by Midnight Star, and that's, that's one I haven't thing. thought of. Yeah, yeah, that one's flip, yeah and and, and the drummer on that is the Ober the Oberheim DMX. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got me on that one too. I wasn't sure <laughs> that guy there is uh, he's really laying it down. Go, go he's never out of time, that guy. Though. Yeah, he stays that? right he, and he's he shows up. In. He shows up. He never wants and, any. And Crash McCracken is like long breaks or nothing. Crash McCracken was all over this as well. Um, uh, so uh, so thanks uh, to Crash and uh, go ahead. Oh, Andy, Andy Taravella. Andy's a, another drummer. We have a lot of great musicians in this town. Um, but uh, a- Andy ch- Andy chimed in several times as well. So we really appreciate you guys uh, chiming in. So uh, go ahead, go ahead, Keith. You got you want to add a few more before we play the next song? Yeah, we're gonna go uh, something a little bit more obscure again, if you don't mind. So I got to just like I said, there were so many of these that were I thought needed some attention. Hit um, me up. There was a song, I think it was from probably the late '90s, early 2000s. I'm a very big fan of the drummer Matt Chamberlain. He's a great studio player. Okay, he's been on. A ton of recordings, but he recorded a track with uh, Fiona Apple on her album that has the "When the Pawn" and it's like seventy-five million words. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Hey, anyway, hey. there's a track on that record called "Fast as You Can," which is I think starts out with some some very kind of very intricate sort of almost drum and bass sounding vibe, and has some percussion overdub, and it's just a uh, it's another one that if you haven't heard, just check it out. It's got a an incredible feel to it. So. Um, we're going to come back and talk about some more pop uh, artists, like including Ricky Lee Jones and Paul Simon, uh, in, in in a minute. But we're going to get a, we're going to get another band in here because we could go. <laughs> this could be a twenty hour podcast, as Keith mentioned. But uh, this is a band called Veil vale of Maya, and I need everybody to kind of like if you if you have a seatbelt, this is the time to buckle it. Uh, this is a very heavy rock band, a metal band. Um, Veil of Maya, Overthrow, on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus.
You guys like kind of appeal to every crowd out there. Oh, so man, I thought that was I thought that was killer. Um, just I mean the musicianship alone is like just I it just blew my mind. Um, uh, I like you know Keith isn't a big fan of the sort of screaming vocals, but if it was that the whole way through, I probably have been like eh, shied away. But I love the mix of the sort of like aggressive, well, yeah, the more melodic, and then it opens up yeah. and like takes you back and like. All the different textures. This band, Veil of Maya, I think these guys are killer freaking musicians. I think the song is dynamite. I love the sort of anthem sort of type chorus. Go to facebook.com backslash Veil of Maya. Maya as in the Mayans. Um, M-A-Y-A. <clears throat> and check them out and uh, get all their stuff. I, I That blew my mind. I was like, you know, it was almost like an epileptic fit in a good way. <laughs> Wow, I never had one of those. It but, was you like know. I, I really, I really thought it was killer. I mean, um, we there's another band we call we play in here called uh, a band called Semblant that does that mix too of the sort of screamy vocals with the and then they kick into the more melodic thing. And um, I, it, when you guys mix that up like that, I find that the screamy thing is more powerful and the melodic thing becomes more powerful because of the the sort of dynamics of it. So uh, Veil of Maya, and we've got a great band at the end. I'm really excited to play. They're not, I apologize, they're not as indie as some of the other bands usually play, but they're just so freaking amazing, and they've got a new record, and I can't wait to do it, but we're going to be a big on that. Okay, so, drummers. 
Okay, next we're going to go a little popish on y'all. So we're going to get a little poppy. Pop and I got life. three that really. Oh, you know, Lord. Here we go. Three. I'm excited. Uh, got to give a nod to the genius himself. Steve Gadd, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon, is just an amazing drum part. And it's uh, just, I think it's actually the best thing about the song. It's so, I mean, the song's great, but it's just such a infectious drum part, and Gadd can only play it. I mean, you could try to play that song, you know, but it just never has the, Steve just has that touch on the drums that makes Steve Gadd, Steve Gadd, man. So uh, definitely 50 Ways by Paul Simon with Steve Speaking Gadd. Of, is Speaking awesome. of Steve Gadd, I want to mention Chucky's in Love. By yeah. Ricky Lee Jones. That's got a great drummer for a pop tune. Very cool drum intro. What about another pop tune that's got a great drum intro is uh, Murder by Numbers by the Police. That's great, too. It's great, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, uh, the great drum intros don't have to be in hard rock and heavy metal. No. It doesn't have to be John Bonham, although... What about Regatta de Blanc is another one. It's yeah. just, he's, he's just killing it on that, so it's a great one. Even the little, the you know, the fill he does on... Uh, Spirits of the Material World is uh, just kind of... Oh, wait a minute. We're I talking about drum intros. So Rain, Rain it in. Just, Rain it yeah, in, Hawk. I'm talking about drum intros. Rain it in, Hawk. Those, Rain all, it have, in. those all have great little, you know, <laughs> stewardisms in there. So. Stewardisms. Another one that I think is really iconic is I Don't Care Anymore by Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. Another one. Phil has that just a uh, very unique sound, you know, the dead and drums, no heads on the bottom. Is, and Phil just can really play. Obviously a great songwriter. But also a great drummer and just Lou Ross says there's no drum intro on Chucky's in Love. There's but but dude, I, I don't want to correct. But, but there, dude, there's, you, a, there's a break. There's a break in oh, the middle. Oh, it's a break. I apologize, Lou. I apologize. Guitar, I'm a dumb guitar player. Guitar players, man. I was gonna say something, but I was gonna let you ride with it. You know what I mean? So there, I apologize. There, there's a great break that's, in the that's, middle. That's five dollars off my pay tonight. So I mean, but Gad is on that track and does play his ass off again. So another one that I think kind of doesn't get its justice because it's just so so simple. What are you pointing at? We gotta have some We're doing adult things now. Everybody cool. Everybody be cool. Um You be cool. Everybody be cool. Just a simple intro but just it's so infectious is uh Billy Jean by Michael Jackson. It's just it's Good one. Uh, that's a Good awesome one. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. it's so simple. The one and three, two and four as we all like to call it. Uh but it's just yeah it's just the way that it just feels amazing. It sounds great, and just playing with the king of pop. I mean, it's just that one of those ones that I think if you're, you know, teaching drums or something, you could actually get a kid to latch on to. It's just got that simplicity, but it's so it's it grooves so hard though. It's just amazing, uh, amazing intro. So, and another one that I have that is probably overlooked at times: Fireball by Deep Purple. With the gradient pace on it, so that's another yeah, one that nice. I think is a very cool intro. I've always been a big Ian Pace fan, and that's you know kind of where where I'm at with the rock and hard rock pop genre thing. So it can. Just you got any, Do you have any more that are like a little more pop that you want to mention? Yeah, I got a couple. Oh, uh, hey, real quick, Do, uh, please share, please share, please share, please share the podcast. Not because of Keith and Lou, but because of. Bands like Prime and uh, uh, Veil of Maya, uh, you know, and, and these great bands are playing. Please, we want to get the word out. So when you guys share it, it kind of like get, gets that out. So please share, please share. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Got, uh, here we go. Here we go. Two Princes by the Spin Doctors with Aaron Kamess on it. That's a really slick little intro. I mean, it's got the, the snares cranked up. You might be playing a, who knows, a 10-inch snare at that point. But 
It has a very sort of like some five-stroke rolls. It has a very uh, rudimental sound. It's got uh, just it's a cool little intro that just comes in, and it's a you know a band that kind of came and went. But I think that the guy is a, a really slick player and. It sounds good on that kind of. I never heard him play anything else beside that pop stuff, but uh, it's just you know I think it's a very good, uh, very good drum intro. And another one I think that I've played a million times during a sound check just to see if people are listening is "Take the Money Run" by Steve Miller with, oh, yeah. with Gary Malabar on the drums. Yeah. So I think it's how you pronounce his last name, but he's been on some different things too, and probably not a household name. But that's a it's just another one. It's just a cool. A cool intro that comes in and just does this thing, man. So uh, um, I want to thank Billy Mank for sharing. He's like, I shared, I shared, I shared. Thank you, Billy. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, a couple other things I want to mention from our uh, uh, Facebook uh, chime-ins. Angelo Amate. Amate. Am I saying his name right? Am I saying his name right? Angela, I apologize if I messed up your last name, buddy. Um, uh, Clem Burke on Dreaming. Uh, Angelo is another drummer from Pittsburgh who is a badass. He's in the Dirty Charms. And uh, if you've not seen the Dirty Charms live, you don't know what you're missing. Great band. Angelo, thank you, buddy. I, I pre- He always chimes in on my stuff. We don't always see eye to eye on things, but Angelo's a good dude. And he's a, and he's a, gr- a great musician, and he has a great band. So uh, thank you, Angelo, for chiming in. Matt Muckle also mentioned good times. Yeah, we could do every John Bottoms, all right? Good times, bad times. I got about a handful more written here. I mean, <laughs> When the Levy Breaks probably is the greatest, maybe the greatest drum intro of all time. That's my opinion. But, I mean, it's just that for a while there, it was just uh, – I think I had it as a ringtone, and just I would let. I never entered the fund though, because it just kept going. And going, and going. <laughs> you just want to I keep mean, hearing he it. He got the rover. Uh, now, poor Tom. I, I, mean, I, I want to throw this out, Keith, because I know you are not a Kiss fan at all. But what about Eric Carr on uh, "I Love It Loud"? What do you think? Because it's not Peter Chris. I know you're not a Peter Chris fan. Please don't make me look bad tonight. Um, <laughs> I never make you. Look yeah, that's. I mean, that's. It's a good straight-ahead rock jam. Like I said, I, me being not such a huge Kiss fan, but it. I think out of, you know, the Eric's uh, in the band world. I, I want to mention one that I haven't seen anybody. Now, I'm not saying you guys didn't mention it because I screwed up on Chucky's in Love. I apologize. Um, but I have not seen anybody mention. And it's technically, I don't believe it actually drums doing this. But it is a percussion intro. And that is We Will Rock You by Queen. Is that it? A lot of it's hand like clapping a- going on. Simple though. It's like Simple. foot stomping and hand and, clapping. And it's definitely yeah. got the uh, you know you hear it everywhere. I mean, any you go to a sporting event, it's hard not to hear that song. So uh, yeah, that's that's an iconic one too. One that I think is a little we got to straighten out too is "Over the Mountain" by Ozzy. Is it? I think we discovered before it's not Tommy Aldridge. I think it's Lee Kerslake. Kerslake. That's what he I heard. On that, he those are the people. Uh, the rhythm section on that on that album is not who you think it is. It's not Sarzo and Aldridge. It is Lee Kerslake and who else was playing on that record? Remember, it was Randy Rhodes. Oh, yeah, we, we Randy Rhodes. Some whole, guy named Randy. That, yeah, you know, we, did a whole, we, we did a whole podcast on like you know <laughs> the unsung heroes of uh, of the Blizzard album. So it's I, I want to mention a song uh, because I play in a Nirvana tribute band, and I want to mention Dave Grohl. This is a, kind of an obscure Nirvana tune, but it's a song called "Scentless Apprentice." Uh, and if you've not heard this song, you need to go back and check it out because it has a really great beat by the 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 the, the guy who, in my opinion, is keeping hard rock alive right now in the public arena, and that is Dave Grohl. And 
before he was a singer songwriter guitar player he was he yeah, was, was a got, pretty good rock and roll he could, drummer, he could lay down some stuff on the drums so uh it's a cool it's a cool riff speaking of dave Grohl, i have a few with his name on still uh to me the nirvana stuff is you know huge obviously the food fighters become really really big and the food fighters uh Topic here. We're gonna go with my hero. You know that one. That's a really good one. I think it's on the album, the color and the shape. Don't quote me on that. It's got a very cool intro. Uh, some toms, some hi hat overdub. It's just uh, it's a really hip one. But the shining moment for me for Dave Grohl is on a Queens of the Stone Age album. It's uh, Songs for the Deaf. The song huh? starts. Song yeah exactly. What? The song starts out with a good. With, so I'm not sticking with the intro thing here as much, but the song. Uh, it, now it's we're, called, we're a song I, for let me, let me with talk. Chucky's in love now. But listen though, this is another song. That starts out with like a cool little solo he does. The song starts out with like a you know guitar riff, and it goes into this really cool like Dave Grohl vibe solo. It's really hip. So just you know, if you've never heard a song for the dead, then check that one out. That's a good one too. He sounds really good on that whole on that whole album. Songs like No One Knows. He plays, you know, he, he's definitely having some fun on that record. So, um, couple of couple of drummers we need to th- kind of mention is Tommy Lee, Earl Palmer, Earl Palmer. What's his name? Yeah, Earl Palmer. Earl Palmer and Cozy Powell. Um, did we mention Cozy already? Stargazer was one that came yeah. up on a lot of lists. So, um, you know, and, and, and do you have any, oh, uh, uh, Lee Kerslake on Over the Mountain, we were mentioned that. Uh, yeah, it's, what like about, it's another confusion point. Is it Tommy Aldridge? Is it Lee Kerslake? I don't know, what, man. Uh, so, so before we play the next track and we kind of, um, I, I want to kind of, I want to switch gears a little bit here. Uh, are there any that you like have to mention that we haven't mentioned already that are just so amazing? Cause I, cause I want to, I want to kind of hit Keith with something here. Mm-mm. No, you good? Nah, I got, there's a lot, man. I think I was going to get to the over the mile, and I thought that was a good one. Uh, Where Eagles Dare by Iron Maiden with Nico McBrain was a really good one. I think that is on some list. That's you know kind of put Nico. I think it was Nico's first record, piece of mind with them. But you can go back to Clint, uh, the other guys, uh, Clive Burr, Run to the Hills. I mean, if you're looking for the old school metal approach here, this is uh, this is the one for you. Uh, Indians by Anthrax with Charlie Benante is another. That's really a good. good really, that's really a good jam. Good yeah, vibe. I like this. Yeah, uh, the other metal ones. I had Stargazer. Uh, here's an interesting one. I think it was the song was called Polaris by Megadeth with Nick Menzo and it had a really cool intro to it. Yeah. You know? So I was trying to think up some more. See, guys, so the drummers can are, are you know we've talked about this many times. It's like the drumming is, is there. You consider them kind of a background instrument because they're behind the band, but without that, there would be no rock, metal, nothing. So it's really important stuff. Um, so go out and hug a drummer today. Hug a drummer. Hug a drummer. Hug a drummer. Um, we got any chime-ins here? Crash McCracken, Dave Grohl. Uh, New Fang. Lou Ross says, Sleep to Dream, Matt Chamberlain. Ah, that's another one, my man. I knew it. Yeah. That's another great one. That, I mean, he really can just, that guy's underrated as heck, man. Matt Chamberlain's an awesome okay, guy. Man. Okay, now here's what I want to ask you, because we do this every podcast. Oh, there we go. And I want to throw one out. I throw one out at Keith. Since we're talking about drummers, I want to throw this out at Keith. Nobody's going to hate me. Nobody's going to hate you. I want you to kind of comment on... This drummer's drumming and kind of what you think about it. Maybe give a little analysis and we'll go from there. Um, you ready? Sure. I'm, I'm thinking of two guys. I'm trying to, it's a toss up. Come on now, man. just pick a one. I'm going to pick, pick one. one. I'm going to pick one, but I'm going to pick one who's mega famous. I was gonna, the guy I was going to pick isn't as famous, but I'm going to pick a mega famous guy. Are you ready? Yeah. Take a breath. Have a drink. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. 
You ready? Mick Fleetwood. Did he just ask me that one before? Did we ask me? Okay, I'm going to change I'll it. I'll do it. But I mean, I'm just. I thought we talked about. Did we talk Mick Fleetwood already? I think that uh, Mick Fleetwood, he sounds good in Fleetwood Mac. I, I've never. I mean, it's hard for me to like completely judge. I mean, I can hear like Stuart Copeland do uh, not only the police, but he has an, uh, you know some other cool things he's done, like the Oyster Head. I had little faces on there, which was a little bit more obscure because it sounds like him. The band was just awesome. He's done Clark Kent. He's done you know, movie soundtracks. I mean, Stuart's all over the place. He's always kept himself busy. He's not just a drummer for the police. He's done a ton of stuff. Mick, Fleet, Mick Fleetwood sounds great in Fleetwood Mac. I mean, it's I've seen Tusk on a list of like great drum intros. That's um, right. That's another we didn't mention that Tusk. Yeah, yeah there's another. And actually, in the middle of the song, there's another breakdown, which yeah. is a little bit yeah, yeah. I don't know, but you don't really like it. It's a little sloppy. But, Some people, it's because you either like Mick Fleetwood I, I, I or get you a don't. Sloppy, so, but yeah. um, uh, uh, Crash McCracken, and I can't believe we forgot about this. Bun E. Carlos. Oh. I want you. To want me. Well, we're, 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 great. well, there you go. If we're going to go with that feel, then we forgot Ballroom Blitz, too. You know what I mean? Or every Johnny Cash song that the drummer played <laughs> on. That drummer played on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you definitely. So the one interesting story, and I'll take up too much time, is I was reading it in a very old uh, drum magazine that Stuart Copeland grabbed a few ideas from his hi-hat te- technique from Mick Fleetwood, of all people. Now, I've never heard Mick Fleetwood play the kind of stuff that Stuart Copeland does. Stuart Copeland, I think, is very creative, uh, reckless at times, but, yeah. I mean, just awesome at what he does. But he actually said in an interview that he gave a nod to Mick Fleetwood for just teaching him some some different techniques on the hi-hat that end up being, like, mainstays of his playing, which I thought was interesting. That's cool. Um, the, the thing I kind of find interesting about Mick Fleetwood is there aren't a lot of rock drummers who have pop songs, songs that kind of like really broke, where they play where they play the brushes. And Mick isn't afraid to play the brushes on rock tunes. No. It, again, it gives them kind of a unique sort of sound. Um, uh, so I, I was, I, I, and uh, I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Actually, all the Fleetwood Macs. I like the, you know, the original Peter Green Fleetwood Mac, and I became a fan, of course, with uh, Stevie Nicks. Um, uh, Oh my God, he's one of my favorite guitar players, and it just uh, Lindsey <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham some went right guy. out of my head. I don't know yeah, what is doing? Yeah, so so uh, you know, I, so I'm a huge, I've been a huge fan of that. So I would probably say that I like that rhythm section of John McVie and um, Mick Fleetwood. I think that they do they some interesting of, stuff. They had a lot of time together, and they just like kind of developed some really good ideas, and just were really solid in the pocket players. Yeah. So like and, I said, I've never heard Mick Fleetwood outside of Fleetwood Mac, so I'm sure that you know. Whatever he's got in his back pocket. So, you know. guys, that is pretty much it for the. Dr- I mean, we could go on and on and on. We talked to we've we, <laughs> we could like we said at the beginning, we could go on and on and on. But you know, uh, next time you hear a great drum intro, you know, send uh, you know throw it up there on Facebook and let's talk about it. You know, you know we're friendly guys. We like it. Ke- uh, Keith and I both love hard rock music and we love uh, great drumming and great guitar playing. So throw it up there, remind us, and we're uh, really. Uh, 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 you know, we'll always uh, engage on that. I want to shift a little, uh, shift a couple, ge- shift gears for a minute before we play the last tune. Um, in fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and play the last tune. No, no, I'm going to save it. Um, I want. I did something really cool. Did you do anything? Did you do anything cool this weekend? You played, played a gig. I played a gig last night. Yeah. So I Keith played a gig. I don't really think it was that cool, but it's, <laughs> I played a gig last night. 
and uh, I want to I want to tell you guys something that's really cool. Like Pittsburgh is a really neat town. If you're not from Pittsburgh, you're planning to visit Pittsburgh. There's a lot of really cool. There's a lot of great history in Pittsburgh. There's a lot of absolutely amazing architecture in in the city, um, and it has a great history. And there's a lot of ups and downs, and a lot of like crazy wacky stuff has happened. So what I ended up doing last night was I went on a haunted Pittsburgh tour. And um, if you have not done this, or if you're coming to the city in the next few weeks and you're looking for something really fun to do, I highly recommend that you do this. I want to I want to kind of, if I can find the link real quick, I want to uh, share it with you guys. Um, but Haunted Pittsburgh is uh, this thing where they take you around the city and they sort of um, tell you, they, give, they, they take you to different historical sites around Pittsburgh and they give you um, the story of what happened and and they give you stories of the macabre you know murders betrayals and stuff hauntings it's very cool you go to haunted pittsburgh tours.com is where you can uh, go ahead and get and, and get signed up for that it is well worth the price of admission um, I also want to recommend that if you do go that you request uh, the tour guide Alex Tom show uh, Alex uh, has an amazing delivery. He's got a great big boomy voice. So you can hear him over all the traffic. And um, he mixes in. A, Alex, I, I've known Alex for a couple of years now. Alex is a uh, also a magician and a, an illusionist. So he brings some of that to it. He also brings a lot of humor to it. And these stories, I won't tell, them, tell any of them to you because I could never deliver them as well as he could. But this city has a very rich and at times a very dark history that is absolutely fascinating stories that will send chills up and down your spine um stories that will give you uh wonder and and sort of awe at kind of how they worked out um but i highly recommend if you haven't done it try it out it's haunted pittsburgh tours.com and i and and they take you around the city and i discovered something in uh, a place in pittsburgh that's like that i have to go back and visit it's called randall's toys have you ever been to randall's toys Oh, is it downtown, it's a, downtown? Yes, it's downtown. downtown. It's an old-style toy store, nah. and I must go back in the daylight and check the whole thing out. It is very, very cool. Michael Michael A. Morgan, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for chiming in. Um, but uh, So I would highly recommend, if you're coming to Pittsburgh in the next few weeks, get book uh, uh, one of these things. It's a lot. Of, you get to see the city. They walk you around. You see a lot of great architecture. You learn a lot about the city. There were some people there from out of town, from Philly, that were like really wild by it and really into it. It was very cool. HauntedPittsburghTours.com. They're probably frightened enough when living in their own city. So. <laughs> and that's that's real. That's real. Some, somebody who's in Pittsburgh might be just stories, just to get through to the tour and be have you entertained. You ever been to Philly? Yes. It's a rough place. No, man. Philly's a nice town. I, I, I've got, nice got a lot of friends you know, in Philly. we got to watch that. I wouldn't. Philly's a good town. I wouldn't. Uh, Philly's a good town. I wouldn't take my grandmother there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, we're gonna turn Keith's mic off uh, for the rest of the show, uh, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We're gonna we gotta play a band though. Um, this is a band now. They're not. Uh, they're more of a super group than an indie band, but I highly doubt you're gonna hear them on DVE or the X maybe once. There's a uh, shocker. Yeah, but this is a band called Sons of Apollo, and Sons of Apollo is a super group with guys like Billy Sheehan, uh, Derek Sherinian, Matt. M- Help me out here. Mike Portnoy. Mike Portnoy. Um, really a very cool band. And uh, we're going to play a track 
uh, from them to uh, this is gonna be the last band we're gonna play. Now. But this is a, they've got a, a album out called Psychotic Symphony. It's a track called Coming Home, Sons of Apollo on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Go, Derek.
Mike Portnoy, Derek Sherinian, Ron Bumblefoot Ty, Billy Sheehan, and Jeff Scott Soto make up Sons of Apollo. Billy Sheehan is one of my base heroes. Yeah, he's great. I just saw the uh, oh uh, the Mr. Big uh, yeah. tour. Uh, they were they were great, man. They sounded great. But uh, this is a band called Sons of Apollo, uh, and and uh, uh, Billy and um, Mike were in Winery Dogs a few years ago with uh, yeah. Richie Coatson, which is a great band too. So I, sing his ass off. Yeah, I, I mean, I was really impressed with this when I heard it. I was like, I don't know, maybe to some of you younger guys, it sounds dated. But I think it's freaking ass. <laughs> yeah, but it's tough to like, you know. I think I give guys like this credit because they could easily go out there and you know do some. You know, they're obviously all skilled players, and they could just go and kind of do some pop gig and make a lot of bread. But yeah, it's cool that they kind of get together and do you know some super group thing and just kind of go do what they want to do. Yeah, know, make just good rock. A lot of times you're, you know, controlled in the business, but it just, I think uh, this one here is kind of satisfying their musical taste together, so. Uh, Jim Spiller and Kerry uh, Jax uh, K. Guys, thanks for chiming in. Kerry says, what about Overkill by Motorhead? There you go. I was there thinking about that. Yeah, one, that's another one. So One that we didn't mention that we all should be slapped for it right now is Walk This Way by Aerosmith. What the hell's wrong with us for not even thinking of that one? Oh, wow. I mean, it was, it was, it was it, Joey Kramer laying it down. It's so funky that friggin' Run DMC took and ran with it and probably saved Aerosmith's career, but that's a whole other thing. But, I mean, Walk This Way, I think that I want to give a nod out to songs like Wipeout, if you're going back to that. And, nah, 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 and nah, nah, sing, nah, nah. sing, sing with Gene Krupa, I think could have been like the one of the first intros. So we're going way back now, but I think that just uh, it, those need to be mentioned too when it comes to all-time great drum intros. So. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, super fun podcast, Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus, talking about the greatest drum intros of all time. Uh, shoot us some feedback. Hey, man, we're happy to continue this, the conversation as much as you guys like. It's a good topic, and a lot of people feel really passionate about it, so thank you so much. Uh, go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com uh, if you want to listen to replays and uh, you, know, you want to download it. It's all right there. Uh, also, don't forget um, uh, iTunes. We have been in the top five of iTunes but consistently for about the past almost a month now, maybe almost two months now. Uh, so we thank you guys for that. That's because you guys are listening and downloading and sharing. But you share the iTunes link as well. You just go to iTunes Music, uh, go to uh, Podcasts, and uh, click the, uh, the music category. And we're right there. And please sp spread it around. I cannot emphasize that enough because that gets these bands like Prime, who we played in the beginning, and Veil of Maya and Sons of Apollo. This gets that music out there to like a little bit of a few more people. They can check it. The more you guys share it, the more you guys share it with your friends, you spread it around, the more that these artists get their due. In my opinion, they deserve it because these guys are making amazing music. It's just like, you know, our, our, our system today just doesn't really recognize it the way that we, Keith and I, feel it should. So that's why we're doing what we're doing here. It's not about us. It's about the music. Um, also, guys, uh, real quick, 
public if you are a musician and you're interested in leveraging that that their thing called the internet i mean there's so many things out there so many platforms instagram twitter facebook i mean you know how do you know what to do and uh, you know what to do with it and and, and there's an odd times there's too much to do so you gotta like you need people to help you out with it so uh i can do that for you guys I have a lot of experience in internet marketing you want to go to uh, lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now that is lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now and i'll gladly help you guys out with stuff i will get on the phone we'll figure out something that works for you and we'll help you put it into motion uh you have been listening to ludini hard rock and metal circus my name is lou lombardi aka ludini my co-host keith the hawk hawkins keith any closing words before we uh uh leave our uh fans for the evening i wanted to yeah i want to plug a business that's coming up uh Great friend of mine and my drum teacher, Lou Ross, is starting a, you know, now the drum world's closed. There's a little bit of a void sometimes for us drummers to go shopping unless you're going to those big chain places. Don't have that personable feel. Uh, and McKee's Rocks is going to be a great shop opening soon, Pittsburgh Drum Exchange. So I think it's on this, where Johnny B. Goods was on the second floor of Hollywood Music, and it's owned by great drummers. And it's just going to be a, a really cool place to hang out and shop and get everything you need man so i think that's a a really cool business coming down and it's going to be opening pretty freaking soon i think so just wanted to plug that and just you know get that out there because like i said that drum world was my go-to place and now i'm you know a little lost at times from where to go to so. are you lost um, it's, we'll it, find it, you it, keith it, don't worry buddy we'll help it, it you made, out it made me sad made, keith made me is sad. lost everybody help keith out so now we're just uh <laughs> cool business coming down the pike we you know, just we talked about drums today, and I think next week we're gonna do something. Next scary. week is gonna be our Halloween show, so wear a costume. Wear, you have to wear a costume for the, for the circus. We, we can see you. Big Brother is watching, so wear a costume. We might even wear costumes, or we might be naked. That's probably not good either. But we we're gonna do something. It's gonna be a fun show. We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a Halloween topic. We're gonna play some spooky music in no, the background. Scary. We're gonna have a good time. So guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us and everybody that's, that makes this podcast possible. All the people out there that are sharing it. Uh, I really M- Billy Mank shares it every time. Yeah, um, thank you, Billy. Thank yes, you so I, much. I really man. do appreciate that. Um, uh, uh, Michael Morgan, thank you too, man. I I know that you share it as well. So. Get, get get it out there, guys, because the more people that hear it, the more we can help these artists get to where they really need to be. All right, guys, thank you so much. If you want to catch up on everything we have going on, you're interested in learning more about the artists, please go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. We have a blog pages. We have all kind of great write-ups about the bands and everything that, that, that you like. So LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Guys, my name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. And I am going to get out of here, and uh, we're going to leave you guys tonight with a little bit of Pagan Mama by the band Lou Lombardi's Strange Love. Ahem. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.